Welcome back, everybody. This is Misty, and I'm with Pastor Glenda. Pastor Glenda. We are coming to you today with the I Want to Know Christian Podcast. And, and there's a lot of people out there, Misty, that want to know. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's what that's the whole point. We're getting, this. Uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of people uh, listening to this podcast and followers and everything, and I'm thankful to God for that because people are troubled out there, Misty, and they want to know. Right. I mean, we're rel- still relatively new on YouTube, but we've been around on uh, some of the podcast places for several months now, so it, it, we're just very grateful for those that do choose to listen to us. Yes. But this is the I Want to Know podcast, where we attempt every week to answer questions that today's believers have. Amen. Amen. All right. Today's question is, how do we recognize modern-day idolatry? Because I think a lot of people read about idolatry in the Bible, and they immediately dismiss it because they think, Well, that's not me. That's not me. I don't have any graven (laughs) images. I'm not worshiping any statues. Yes. Uh, But it's the truth is is that we have different idols today, don't we? Yes, we do. Well, let's just pull it right out of the ballpark. Let's just talk about what an idol is, Misty. All right, take it away, Mom. How about money? Yeah. Making an idol out of your money or material things. Well, I tell you, I'm going to actually say the first idol that we need to be talking about is self. Yes, identity. Everybody is so concerned with themselves. Self-centered. Yes. I mean... How much do we see that say say the word self in something? And all these out there now taking these selfies. (laughs) Well, there's (laughs) selfies, but there's like self-centered, self-motivated, self-serving. I can't think of them all. It's just self. Self. I mean, self-help. Yeah. All these self-improvement all about self we abandon who we are in christ and place our identity in other things right but before we get into those examples of idolatry those those modern day examples we should probably do our foundation scripture don't you think mom well go ahead go ahead okay i've got two uh it god warned against idolatry all the way from the beginning yes he did In Exodus 23, when he was talking about the Ten Commandments, he said what? There will be no other gods before me. Right. Okay? And for anybody that thinks that idolatry ended with the Old Testament, that's not true. Mm -mm. I'm just going to give you one scripture out of the New Testament. There are many. Yes. Um, But Colossians 3, 5 says, Put to death, therefore... Whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, uh, which is idolatry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that leads directly into what you're, what we were just talking about. You know, we need to be examining our lives for idolatry. Well, 1 Corinthians 10.14. <laughs> Therefore... My dear friends, flee from adultery. Mm-hmm. Woo. How do we identify something as, as an idol in our life? I'm not talking about like specific types of idols. 
But if you're, I mean, I may list off ten idols, and we will here, but you may that may not be one of yours. Mm-hmm. So there are certain car- things that we can recognize an idol with. The first is, that I know of is where is your time? Spent? Oh my, that's a good one, Misty. Where is your time? Because if your time is spent doing something or involved in something. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. Let's say you uh, love soap operas, or you love a certain television show, or certain types of television, and you go on Netflix and you binge watch hours and hours yes. and hours and hours of different t- television shows, or you, you're glued to your television all day and half the night. Mama. That is an, a, That has become an idol to, to you. you. Entertainment. Entertainment, yes. But other things is where are you committing your money? That's another another kind of an indicator, too. Worshipping an idol or a person other than God. Right. Right. If God is not first in your life. Anything that you love, treasure, prioritize, identify with, or look for for your fulfillment of your needs that, that's outside of God is an idol. Right. I mean, the Bible says that God fills our needs. Yes, he meets good. our needs. That's good, Miss. According to his riches and glory. <clears throat> Amen. If we're looking to something else to meet our needs, yes. then that is idolatry. And you can, and even your family can be a yes, source of family, idolatry. Family, family. Yeah. So, children. Yeah. Children. So, let's start just at the top of the list here because I think we we're both working off the same list, Mom. Self, we talked about money, yes, material things. Yes, how many people do you know that are consumed with material things? Wow, they need to have the best of everything, yes, and it, it becomes like a symbol. Or, uh, you know, they want people to see how the great vehicle in their driveway or um, great house they have, the great house they have, and the clothes that they're wearing, and they want to display their wealth yes for everybody to see yes because guess what that's a need mm-hmm. that's a need for recognition yes that's a need for somebody you have here a, comes the counselor out yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have a need inside of you that usually comes with a low self-esteem mm, yes and you're trying to garner favor from other people by making people think that look at me look how great i am by putting those things out for display. Yes. Instead of turning to God and saying, you know, God, I need you. And really, truthfully, today, that's the worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Put them out there for display. Because there's, there's too many people out there nowadays that have come after you. So what's number three on your list, Mom? Uh, jobs, status. Yeah. I tell you, I can put my hand up and say... Job was an idol for me. Um, I had, and again, I hate to beat a dead horse here, but every time something, usually when something is an idol, it's it's an attempt to fill a need. Yes. I had a need to feel like I was worth something. I yes. had a low self-worth. And so I translated that and said, I'm going to be the best I can possibly be on my job. So the people who I thought 
didn't think I would accomplish much or was worth much would be impressed and go, wow, look, she really was, did accomplish something in life or she really was worth something. Not saying that everybody that has a great job is in that situation, but if your job is your idol, it's, it's the first thing on your mind. I mean, like I said, I lived my job for a lot of, a lot of my life. And it showed. I mean, I, I did well. Um, but the problem was it was, you know, I like to call it putting a Band-Aid on a gaping wound. Yes. There you, you know, go. There's a wound under there that's... that's not there's, to be, there's something not being met. There's you? a hurt. Yes. There's a need that's missing. There's yes. a hurt. And instead of turning to God and saying, God, I need you. You to feel this. Help heal yes. me, Lord. Because God has what we need. Yes. I don't want to take too much of the time. Mom, what do you think? I believe that. You hit it right on the head there. Nailed it. You nailed it. Mm -hmm. I mean, truthfully, if you want to be truthful about it, the root of all idolatry is that you're missing something. You feel you're not. You don't have what you need. Right. It's an attempt to fill a need. need. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an attempt to... Kind of like self-medicate. Yeah, you kind of touched on the next one, though, physical appearance. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people obsessed yes. with physical appearance. Yes. And a lot of that is because they have a lot of self-worth issues. They have a lot of low self-esteem mm-hmm. problems. They may think that they're not attractive or that nobody's ever going to find them desirable well, and a lot of that is internal. Yes. And so they think, well, if I can make myself beautiful on the outside, people will want me. Yes, but it's all about on the inside, isn't it? Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. about the pain that's on the inside. Yeah. A lot of women make the mistake of going down this route to try to catch a man because they think that no man is ever going to want them. Let me tell you, if you're not whole before you get married, in meaning you're not a woman of God... You're not, you have not been healed by God and you go into a relationship with a hole in your heart, that relationship is not going to fill that. No, no. You know, that's where a lot of divorces come from. My beauty is on the inside. Right. Amen. Right. I mean, we don't need, it's okay to want to look, me and my husband had a little disagreement about this the other day. He tried to tell me it was vanity. Um want to put on a little splash of makeup and I told him I said listen there's a big difference between wanting to look my best and being obsessed with it with it yeah. I I have never been a person that's been obsessed with with walking out the door dressed to the like nines dressed like a queen uh, having <laughs> 15 different pairs of shoes I you know, man, I got one pair of shoes I just don't that's kind of stuff just never Believe me, I have enough problems in other areas. But that just never really was a thing for me. Um, and so for me, I just put on a little splash of makeup to cover up the fact that I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Make myself <laughs> feel wrong old. with a little bit of makeup, my goodness. Yes. I mean, they, uh, people take that out of the word of God, and I think they blow it <laughs> clean well, out of the ballpark. The problem that people do makeup. is that they take something out of the Bible and they misunderstand the, yes. the references 
what they were talking about was, especially when you're talking about Ephesus, where a lot of these things come out of um, Ephesians, they were talking about the fact that women were, because of the, the temple of Ephesus was right next to the church of, at Ephesians. You had a lot of women going around with their hair braided up and all these jewels hanging from <laughs> their hair and all this just this caked on tons of makeup. So, and that was where their, their pride was, was in their beauty and their looks and how they displayed their wealth. And so Paul was telling Timothy, that's not healthy. You, you shouldn't be doing that. That's too far. But yet some people read that and go, oh, a woman's never supposed to wear a stitch of makeup. Or a piece of jewelry. <laughs> or a piece of jewelry. Or braid their hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mom, what's next on your list? Uh, I'm letting you take entertainment. this Entertainment. Well, now, I think we've already touched on that. Well, Any, anything that you're putting priority to to be entertained by all day long and half the night you got a problem well and a lot of times entertainment you know what the source of that is it's a it's a unfulfilled life yeah you're looking for something on the tv or video games you need to be you're looking for something to fill that need yeah that it's not been filled because remember we've been created uh, fearfully and wonderfully made to fulfill a specific goal. God for gave a us a gift and a talent. For a purpose. Yes. And when we're not operating in that purpose, we're missing, we're lacking. Yes. Where we feel that we're not complete. And no matter how much you sit there all day in front of that TV and all night, when it comes to the time you finally get up and walk away, you've got nothing. Right. Exactly. You, you've accomplished nothing and you've got nothing. Amen, sister. Yeah, so that's, and I hope you all notice that every single thing that she's had on her list here, I've been able to say that's a result of this wound. That's a result yeah. of this wound. And I, and, um, you know, if the Lord gives me the utterance to do so, I'll continue. Because every single thing that you're looking at, every idol you're making is to fill a need that you've not gotten filled through God. Right. Right, right. Amen. That's the that's this whole thing there in a nutshell. So what's next, Mom? Sex. Sex. There's a problem. A lot of women, mm -hmm. a lot of women, and a lot of men, especially men, but women too. Yes. A lot of women. And you know what? That's a that's a problem with a lot of that is a lack of intimacy, mm -hmm. a closeness. Yeah. You know, needing, not <laughs> being having that human com that companionship yeah uh that comes from a, a close intimate walk with god. god i mean granted you're talking it's not the same thing but we translate that into the physical mm -hmm. and it also is can be a result of uh, addictive personality yes there you, you know because a lot of times i mean the addiction is usually fed by an unmet need too but you know, we—if you kind—if you can partially meet that need, then it becomes a matter of I've got to have it. I've got to have it. I've got to yes. have it. And so, that's what people do. Same with a lot of other addictions that are out there. How about comfort? Whoa. Again, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, isn't yeah, it? Really? It's people. Somebody. A lot of people have led lives where they've not known comfort they've not known you know 
like um, uh, the love, even like the love of a mother or a father, and they've not known the comfort that comes with with that, and they certainly don't know the comfort that comes with being a child of God. Yes, from the Holy Spirit, who is the Comforter. Right. Amen. So they're constantly looking for ways to fill that comfort need. Yes. And a lot of people, unfortunately, turn to things like alcohol mm. and things like that because right. you know to try to take away that pain and you know you can get in such a place of comfort <laughs> that it's actually doing you more harm than good right you can be unbalanced yeah with comfort you know comfort can also like you said it can be the completely opposite you can also be someone who has a very innately lazy personality. Yes. You're just constantly seeking comfort, comfort, comfort. Yes. A lot of times you'll see people with addictive personalities, a lot of people who have weight problems mm-hmm. because they see food as a yes, comfort. Yes, as a comfort. There yes. you go. Instead of realizing that we have a comforter <laughs> whose whole purpose is to comfort uh-huh. us. You know, we're, good, we're trying to good. reach that ex outside source. Yeah. And not, let me tell you, nothing in the flesh is ever going to fulfill your need. The need of us that can only be fulfilled through the spirit. Yes, nothing will. That's what I'm looking forward to so much in the future when Woo. we're all with Jesus. Yes. Because there will be no no lack. Yes. We will all be filled to the brim. And we're all going to be busy. Yes. <laughs> we'll all be fulfilled. Amen. We'll all, be, we'll all have comfort. We'll all know love. Mm-hmm. We'll all be have uh, self-assurance and uh, confidence in, in who we are in Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. About phones and technology, I think, you know, that's pretty much. What can you say whenever where you look these days, somebody's got a phone in their hand and they're looking at it. <laughs> Well, look at what a lot of these phones, especially in this, from the millennial generation onto the Gen Z, it's all about, again, it feeds into that self. Yes. It's almost like I've got to put myself on display for everybody. That's why we're in the age of YouTube with people doing vlogs of their life because they want to put their life on display and make themselves look like they've got this perfect life. And but when the camera's turned off, whoa, what happened? It, they, you know, it's a completely different story. Oh, yes. Unfortunately, they're projecting to other people that, oh, you can have this perfect life that that's really not a perfect life. And so many in this generation right now, uh, you know, parents have turned against children, children have turned against their parents. So they're using the phone, they're using the phone to reach others of their same age, you know, group, and they're finding their comfort in that but also spending all their time in it right it's an idol yeah you know back then i I don't know about you because you know you were back in the days when all right let's not go there honey you know (laughs) when they still had to like dial the phone and have the snatch you out of that chair and have the (laughs) you know the old rotary phone okay misty but when i was a kid (laughs) Um, don't, you know, hey, I remember those phones too, so, <laughs> from way back. Yeah, come on now. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, we would go to school together, we'd come home, we'd talk on the phone. You might talk for a little while, then you'd hang up. Yes. Because your parents didn't, of course, didn't allow you. No. 
to just spend the whole evening on the phone. Mm-hmm. You had other things to do. The problem is now it's it's con- so convenient. Yeah, and the phone's your answer to everything. Everything you can, no matter what you need to know, go to the phone. If you don't believe you have an addiction to your phone, I know some people wish I had more of an addiction to my phone. One of them was sitting right across from me. <laughs> but if you, if you don't believe that you have an addiction to your phone, go take your phone. Don't charge it and let it just let it die and let it sit there for about 24 hours and see how you feel after about an hour or two. Yeah. If if that if it's bothering you, if it's on your mind, then then you have a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people say, "Well, I've got to get calls." Well, then then here's another example. Then take and uninstall the social media off your phone. Yeah. If you have a social media problem... And don't get me wrong. The phone, the technology in phones right now, uh, it's, it's out there for for you to get. But that's uh, not just for the worldly things. How about the godly things? Let's, let's start finding the things we need to know on the phone about God. Well, and I'm not saying never use social media. I'm saying if you can't go without it for a day, yeah, then you have a problem. If you can use it in balance, in a balanced and healthy way, there's nothing wrong with that. What's next, Mom? Well, family and children, you touched on that. You know, you can make an idol out of that, for sure. Well, you can. And I'll tell you, you can put all of your... It doesn't even have to be a child, but I know a lot of people who put everything. They're so uh, wrapped around the axle of their children. Yeah, the life of their children that they miss what's really in front of them. I mean, they don't actually live their own life because they're too busy living yeah. their kid's life. Yes, yes. But and, it doesn't have to be a child. It can be anybody. Well, it can be a grown adult who who's constantly has to have their earthly family involved in everything they do. Right. Even though they're married and have a family of their own, they've got to keep going back to their earthly family and get them involved. And like I said, we're not sitting here saying that you can never do that. You certainly can. Yes. But it should not be your life. Yes. I may call my mother and say, hey, we've got this going on. Can you give me a suggestion or whatever? Because I know she's dealt with something like that before. But there, <laughs> that's like a once out of every 50 decisions or 100 decisions yeah, I mean, maybe even more. So it's an occasional thing that I right. might call her up and say, hey, I'm having an issue. Can you tell me what I should do? If you've got to be on the phone every time a decision has to be made, getting somebody's opinion. Come on. <laughs> got to grow, got to mature a little bit. <laughs> and what it is, you're, I, you're putting your faith in that person yes. above God. Yes. And that's not good. I mean, as much as I, as much as I love my mother, and as much as I know she loves me, I don't expect her to put me above God. Right. You know, to, we, I even told her one time. I said, you know what? If Jesus comes right now, Mom, I love you, but see ya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Well, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. If you ain't coming, that ain't my problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll pray for you while I'm in heaven at the Lamb's Supper. I'm just joking but that's God's got to be first yes you can't uh, you know when it comes time for the rapture don't look back 
And that's what he said, too, didn't he? Yeah. Do not look back. What about the man that wanted to go get his uh, father, I think it was? <laughs> yeah. Go see his father and say goodbye and all that. Uh-uh. Don't uh, look what back. did the Lord say? Nope. You can't be my disciple. You, if you hear the horn, just go. Just go. Just go. I mean, you I love, hear that trumpet blow, don't even turn around. I'm going to have to trust that God's got my family and my dogs and everything else, and I'm just going to go. That's it. That's it. What's the last one, Mom? Influence. Fame-wise. Yeah. Mm. People want power. Oh, my. Today, today, people want power. Well, they don't care how they get it, how they... I mean, they don't care. They just want power. A lot yeah. of people who don't have... Feel like they don't have a lot of control over their own lives will try to control other people's lives. And they they do that. They seek that fame and power. I mean, you know what cracks me up is these celebrities that come out and start talking about politics. And I'm and I look at them like, who are you? <laughs> I mean, just because you're popular and you have fans does not mean I'm taking my political advice from you. But somehow these people have it in their head that they need to be in a position of um, influence. Yeah. I mean, even like YouTubers and social media pe- people that put out a lot of social media, they call them influencers. Mm-hmm. They believe they influence the people that are watching them to do things. Such so should tell you a lot right there. <laughs> <laughs> so we should not seek that we're supposed to be doing what we do for God what he has intended for us to do it is not about our own recognition right it is we the the meek will inherit the earth the humble the first will be last and the last will be first yes so I would much rather be humble and last on this earth well the truth is unless they've heard from God to be out there influencing anybody, you know, mm-hmm. one way or the other. And they don't got no business being out there. Well, and if you're a Christian and you're out there influencing other believers, you better be sure. You heard from God. You're hearing from God. And that's why I always tell people, don't take don't take what I'm saying as, God, as the end all be all. Don't take what mom's saying. Don't take what the pastor down mm-hmm. the street is saying. Test it for yourself. Never just assume that somebody else has all the answers. If it doesn't hold up to, uh, to the test of the Word of God, uh, and it doesn't agree with your spirit, then then don't do it. That's it. That's it, Misty. I mean, those are just some things that we've listed here. These are common modern-day things. But I hope what we've impressed upon you is that this isn't idolatry. Is not about a statue. <laughs> you don't just get to go, well, that's not my problem, and skip over that section yeah. of the Bible because it wasn't the statue that was the problem. It was the fact that it was more important to them than God. Yes. That yes. They, you know, they, they were putting their faith, their trust, they were expecting that statue to meet their, that God represented by that statue to meet their need. Mm-hmm. And this is very serious with God, Misty. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's not the number one sin, it's the, it's up there. Yeah. I mean, he will not tolerate idolatry. He's a jealous God, and he says, 
you will not put any other God before me. And I know it's hard. You struggle. Everybody does. I have problems, things that I know that I give more of my time than I should. Things that I should be letting go of that maybe I'm not. And the main thing is you know what you know it. And that you're seeking God, you're seeking the Holy Spirit to help me, Lord. I can remember this. This happened to me not long ago. It seemed like everything uh, that meant something to me was breaking down. Now, if these things are happening in your life, you know, it seems like your stuff, one right after another, is breaking down or tore up or, or something's happening. You need to stop and ask God, what's going on here, Lord? I did. First it was my dishwasher. Then it was my whirlpool tub. And then I had an accident with my car. And this all happened in a matter of like two or three weeks, which was highly not normal for me. So I thought, what in the world's going on here? This is, it's like all of my stuff, the stuff that means something to me. And he said to me, you've been too dependent on this stuff. You've been too dependent on this stuff, Glenda. So that's it too, Misty. If you're putting all your dependence upon something or someone, you're in trouble. Amen, sister. All right, well, uh, you can find us on YouTube and Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Obviously, you found us already. So <laughs> if you're on YouTube, we ask that you would consider leaving us a comment. If you have questions, uh, if you just have things that you want to add to the conversation, or if you have a question that you would like to see us answer, if it's something that we can, we will go ahead and, and do a, um, a podcast on it. Uh, if you'd like prayer, or um, you can check us out on the Father's House BOC.com. Also on our website, if you want to make a tithe or an offering, the Father's House is a church, an actual brick-and-mortar church. And the I Want to Know Christian Podcast is a subsidiary of that church. So if you want to leave a tithe, only do that if you feel like the Holy Spirit is leading you to do that. We will be continuing to do what we do, whether people tithe or they don't. Um, because we're this is freely given, and we're giving it freely to you. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Well, we will see you next Tuesday. May God bless you and keep you this week. Yes. And you just, I just pray that you will ask God to, to help you search for idolatry in your life and start moving towards removing that influence and just just getting away from idols. Uh, I think you'll find that you'll have so much more deliverance. Yes. When you're not putting other things before God. Amen? Yes. Yes. And don't worry. Like I said, it's everybody. We all struggle with it. Yes. Myself included. Especially mom. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. All right, guys. We will see you next week. God bless you. God bless you.